Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Man, that's our anthem. That's our anthem as a church. I want to read real quick the, the bridge that we sang. It's such a powerful um, such a powerful word of declaration, um, and it's going to go along with what I want to say after this. But it says, I won't bow to idols. I'll stand strong and worship you. If it puts me in the fire, I'll rejoice because you're there too. I won't be formed by feelings. I'll hold fast to what is true. And if the cross brings transformation, I'll be crucified with you. Because death is just the doorway into resurrection life. If I join you in your sufferings, I'll join you when you rise. And when you return in glory with all the angels and the saints, my heart will still be singing and my song, my anthem will be the same. And as I was preparing for this time together, I was thinking about everybody that would be here in this room and watching online and, and, and living this time where we can just express our love and our devotion to God through these songs. There was a question just going through my mind, a very simple one. Why? Why do we serve God? Why do we obey him? Why do we read his word? Why are we even here this morning? Why are you here this morning? Maybe take a moment to answer honestly. And the, and the, the only two options I could think of is out of a sense of duty or out of a heart of delight. I thought of these quotes, one by the Westminster Shorter Catechism that says, Man's chief end or man's chief goal or job or duty is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And then John Piper says this, that Jesus is most magnified in us when we are most satisfied in him. We just sang this morning, Christ be magnified. So how do I magnify him? Because it says Jesus is most magnified in us if we are most satisfied in him. In all of our scripture, we see that. The, the, the psalmist always saying, my, my delight is in you, Jesus, or, or God, be my portion. Christ be magnified. So how do I magnify him? The, the song says it, from the altar of my life. From the altar of my life. From that place where we sacrifice our wants and our desires for his wants and his desires. Not out of a sense of duty, but out of a desire and a heart of delight. And I remember growing up, I, I would sometimes struggle with that. You know, growing up as a pastor's kid, missionary's kid, uh, really was a sense of duty a lot of times. Uh, but as I grew in my relationship with God, and, and I realized just everything he was to me, everything he'd done for me, everything that he is to me, I just, my, my heart would then just respond to him. And I began to understand what it means to just delight in him and be satisfied in him. We don't have to try, 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 but just be satisfied in him and in his presence. I thought of Romans chapter 12, says this in verse 1. The Apostle Paul says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Very interesting what we're going to be talking about this morning. It really goes with that idea of bodies. To present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Your bodies as a sacrifice is your spiritual worship. And so... The question then is, part of my worship, it's definitely not just coming to church and singing these love songs to God. Does my life show it? And maybe it hasn't. Maybe this week it didn't. 
And so, no problem, but then what do I need to surrender this morning? What do I need to lay down so that I can climb onto that altar and be this sacrifice that is pleasing to Him? And more often than not, it's the affection of the world, isn't it? That's what usually vies for our attention. And that's why in verse 2, the Apostle Paul says, Do not be conformed to this world. Don't we know it? We're in this world, but we're not of this world. And the encouragement to us, do not be conformed to this world. And how? But be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So we saying, Christ be magnified. Do you want to magnify him with your life, the altar of your life? Jesus is most magnified in us when we are most satisfied in him. So will it be out of a sense of duty or out of a heart of pure delight? And I've experienced that it's really unsustainable to live for him only out of a sense of duty. Because then, whatever relationship it might be, it will be stale, unproductive, unfruitful, maybe even dead. And, and to illustrate this, imagine if I uh, were to come to... Uh, the, the, my, my, my wife's house and I were to knock on the door and I had flowers because it was our anniversary and she would then reply oh hon they're so beautiful why did you do that right you're talking about why and my response would be well I mean it's my duty I mean I, I, I read the book on how to be a husband husbands get their wife flowers on their anniversary I did it you're loved <laughs> if that was my attitude that's the wrong answer I'd be sleeping on the couch right but what if instead, when asked why, I replied, oh, why did I do this? Because I love you. Because I can't believe I get to spend my life with you. Because it makes me happy to, to treat you right. So let's go out. Now we're talking, right? Why? Because she feels valued and loved. And a lot of times, I think sometimes our, our relationship with God is very much one-sided. God, I want, want, want. God, I need, need, need. And, and maybe God is just wanting us to just be satisfied in him. And just be in his presence. So out of a sense of duty or out of a heart of delight, that's what was on my heart this morning as we sang these songs to God. The heart attitude you choose between those two will determine whether or not you're truly magnifying Christ. So let, let our words be more than words, but a, tr a true desire of our heart in, in an effort and a desire to be pleasing to him. Because it really is out of a matter of devotion out of love. Jesus is most magnified in us when we are most satisfied in him. And so can we take a moment, maybe, um, because I love that, I love that phrase from now on, like maybe, maybe one or two here, we, we missed that, but guess what? From now on, like, okay, our eyes are open now. So let's take a moment where we can just delight in him. God, thank you for being our portion. Thank you for being everything that we need and we want to respond to that love by loving you with everything we have. God, our desire to make you known, our desire to live for you, we want it to stem from uh, just a, a desire to please you out of relationship with you because we love you, because you loved us first, now we love you and this is how. Christ be magnified in us. Be everything we need, Lord.
as we think of everything that you've done and everything that you are, we just want to say, Jesus, we love you. Jesus, only you. Lord, you have my heart. So I just pray, Lord, that as we even open our heart to your word, that that could be also an act of love for you as we, as we hear your love letter being poured out to us this morning. Holy Spirit, that you would just speak uh, through Pastor Roger, that we would just hear you and that your words, Lord, would be just like sweet honey, um, just dripping on, on us, Lord, and that we could just really truly find our satisfaction in you so that we can then, without any problem, go and magnify you wherever we go. In Jesus' name, everyone said, amen. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.